I thought it was like, there we go. There you go. That's okay. perfect. All right. So, on the Tim Miner podcast show today, I've got my friend, Nicola Pink, the owner of Pink Media. Hi, mate. Hello. What should we talk about? Right, here we go. So, let's start off. Yeah. Right, when did you start this journey on your own to becoming, I'm going to say, a successful businesswoman? Thank you. Right? You probably don't say that. Because you've got a little bit of imposter syndrome. I have, yeah. As I say, this is just very weird, being this side, when I'm so used to being on your side. Have you never thought about doing this and actually going, talking to people and actually, I mean, how how many people have you got working for you now? So we're a team of five at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've done bits, like universities have approached me. I've done a lot of women in business conferences, things yeah. like that. Um, but not as much recently. I find I like the team doing it because I, I just love to see them succeed. And um, one of my managers is on a course at the moment. And that, that that's where I get a kick out of things, seeing people succeed. Because um, apart from, oh, well, I've always tried to take on people from uni, straight from uni, not because I want to mould them and make them pink media, but yeah, as I say, that's where I kind of get a kick out of it, seeing other people do it, so that's why I don't tend to do stuff like this anymore. You um, should do it though, shouldn't you? Yeah, no, I should. I should for me. I think so I enjoy it. You, were you on your own to begin with? When did you yeah. decide that... Did you always knew you wanted to do PR, you wanted to do media um, and stuff? I, I knew I wanted to be a journalist. Yeah. So my earliest memory was sort of sitting down with family members and nicking the newspaper and reading it as a kid so yeah. there was always that um and then when I went to uni I did my journalism degree and I was really lucky I just banged on doors and got work experience and managed to get some with Trinity Mirror which was Liverpool Echo Group um and just worked my arse off and they were like do you want a job because I just enjoyed it so much I think I forgot that I was working for free what um, was the what was the goal back then for yourself like um, what what did you want to become what did what was your I I don't at that point I I think a reporter I think I got a taste of it at uni and I thought yeah this is this is where I'm going I loved people I loved people's stories yeah. and that was just it I couldn't believe that was a job um and then when I the 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 reason I got the job was one day I went to reception and Gavin to Ray the security guard as you do when you go for your lunch and this guy was putting a death notice in about his brother. Uh, older chap and he was talking about how the school he went to we were putting a plaque up because I can't remember the finer details my memory's shocking um and I just thought oh wasn't that lovely and I was gabbing and, and I went back to the newsroom and I thought hang on that was a story and I remember legging it down old all street with a camera um and and getting him in and it made the front page really and that was what got me the job and I just thought yeah I want to do this um and that yeah, that became my career then. I, I did a, a few years with them um, until redundancies started happening in the in the journalism world. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to go before I'm pushed here. And it wasn't just me, just everyone's jobs were at risk. What were you thinking of doing? Um, PR was starting to be talked about. Um, and what What is PR? From your perspective? Well, a PR then was the dark side. Yeah. So PR was being the other side of it, selling stories into the media. Yeah. And you got a better wage. Yeah. Because it's still got a bad name say. for itself, hasn't it? It's still got like a bit of a stig- stigma attached to it. Yeah, perception's really bad. Um, and that's why we've never really said we're a PR agency and that's it. I've always tried to add more weight to it because... 
yeah, like I remember going to a networking club when I first started and they said, so are you Max Clifford? And I remember sobbing because yeah. I just thought, oh no, I've left a career in journalism. And yeah, I remember when I told my family, my nan sobbed, she was like, oh no, you're going to be a PA. There was just so much misunderstanding and lack of knowledge about what PR was. And it it's a luxury still. People still see it as a luxury. Yeah, you know, um, so what was the what was the transition then? So you you've yeah, been made redundant. To, and yeah, then well, I just I didn't want to be made redundant, and I went to someone's leave and do one of the one of the reporters, and I met this guy, and he was like, "Oh, I own a PR company," and I was like, "Give a job," because <laughs> I just that was yeah, what yeah. I was like. And this was also the same time I just started drinking red wine, I think, oh. and uh, he said, "Well, if you're still serious, ring me on Monday when you've not had a red wine." And I thought, okay, and I rang him on Monday and. I got the job um so yeah and he's a guy who's still got an agency in liverpool he was such a mentor to me i loved working for him um what kind of thing were you doing i was basically his right hand woman there was a team of four when i started yeah um got rid of as the, as it went on everyone seemed to leave or and it was just me and him and i was managing 15 accounts and by by god they were the best accounts in liverpool at the time they were it was just amazing um but again, I think sometimes it is that, oh, what else is out there? On paper, it was amazing, but yeah. I'd done everything. I was so lucky because he'd give me so much yeah. responsibility. I was a bit like, ooh. Um, and, and one of the clients was, a, was a, a food and drink festival, and I thought, I'd love to do that full time. I'd love to really spend all my time and work working on that one project. So I approached the festival for a job. Um, but that's where it kind of went wrong. What so, do you mean? Yeah, so I was there 11 months and it just didn't work out. Um, what wasn't working? It didn't... Um, I don't know. They didn't have a PR department when they started. And when I went there, I said, listen, I'm PR in the festival. I can bring other clients. We could set something up. Um, but they're not open to that. Yeah, they were. And, but it just it didn't fit. I just... Um, brilliant businesswoman who ran it. Yeah just we just it didn't work for me um but the problem was i was getting married it was the november so i'd been there 10 11 months by the november and i was getting married in the may and it was obviously christmas and i just sat down with my husband and well he wasn't my husband at the time and just said listen i'm just so unhappy i love working but this just isn't working um and and yeah i went into work one day and she messaged me and said so when are you leaving Really? So everyone knew. Everyone, it was apparent. Right. Um, and I left on the Friday. That's just packed quick. my bags and just went. Yeah. With what What are you thinking you're doing? Nothing. Got, At that time, clue. didn't have a clue. So I was a bit like, right, okay. Um, I went to the... And can your fellow sort of support you both? Oh, and at the time, not really. He had a, he had a good job, but I just thought, I'll do something. I'll do something. And I wasn't even thinking... I'll get all the clients who I've got there. I'll get them to move me. No way was that ever a, a thought process. I just thought, I've been all right. I've always had a job. I'll be all right. Um, and then, yeah, on the way home, I went to the office. I bought a bottle of rum and knocked on our mate's door and said, Paul, I need you to build me a website. I think I'm going to go on my own. And that's what happened. Bottle of Sailor Jerry's got me a, a website, Nicola Rowland's Communications, which if I looked at that now, it just would make me laugh but yeah that was it and then 
I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll go alone. But it was what you're thinking? Are you thinking what client are you gonna get? What you? Yeah, how, how are you gonna do I this? I hadn't really thought about clients, which sounds ridiculous. Yeah. I just left the job, and I yeah, I just didn't have any idea. And um, there was there was a, a a funny moment on the Monday. I woke up and thought, oh, I've got a job. And I remember I got a solicitor's letter off my old employer saying you can't do this listen within a, no. here's a list of all the people I won't want you to talk to in the next 12 months and that wasn't my thought at all I was more upset that she thought I would do that this is how bonkers my brain works yeah. rather than how am I going to afford my life uh, that that was a massive wow I'm not capable of that what am I going to do so I went after the competitors I wrote a list of who the competitors were to that list which that was hard because I had relationships with those people, but I just needed, I needed the money. So um, go on, so what you think, it, you, you, what you think, you roll it down yeah. and you get in the phone, ringing them up, what, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. So for example, there was a hairdresser on there, yeah. big hairdressers, who, who rang me and said, listen, we're coming with you. And I'm like, you can't. Uh, there was a deli on there, we're coming with you. They fought to work me. I said, you can't, I can't do it. The, my solicitors who were on the list were like, listen, we'll help, you know, there's a way around this, we'll fight it. I said, no, I can't. I think it was more the fact I was getting married as well. I just, I couldn't have any stress. I wanted to be a PR company. I thought, if this gets out that I'm this doing is what this, you from the off, my yeah. reputation will be battered. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I just literally knocked on a few doors and I, I managed to get one client. What that, was the client? It was a hairdresser's called Hooker. Right. And, it, it, it covered what is it hooker h double okay yeah, yeah they're not going anymore i think you heard of them. Yeah, yeah they're not they're not going anymore but they're quite big in liverpool were they yeah well i we work with voodoo right which i'm still good friends with now oh really um but but yeah they that was that was their right i've got a client and that that was just before christmas thought right, i've got clients and then a couple more popped up i can't remember i found the list the other time and i was just like um but it, it kind of all changed, I would say, because I, I, it's fair to add, I didn't have much to do with my wedding at all, to the point where my wedding ring is still two sizes too big, because I had to pick a wedding ring and a dress. My dress was fine, I just picked one out of the window, but my dress is, my ring is still too big. My makeup person was from the Debenhams counter, because I found them two days before the wedding, because Ed just did everything. Really? And it was amazing, so yeah. But um, yeah, the business really needed my love at that time. Um, and then when it all changed is when I went for Hard Day's Night Hotel, which I wouldn't have gone for. And I think other people went, have you got nothing to lose? And we went up against... So what they do, they put a tender out or something? Put a tender out. There was other agencies going for it. Um, went but you're on your own. Yeah. You've not... What have you got, a year's books? I didn't even have that. This was April. And you're going for tenders? Yeah. So there was someone else that um, was a great support to me early on, and she Mm. did a bit of business development on herself, and she said, listen, if you want to go for it, and I want to go for it, we'll we'll kind of go for it. And I just remember turning up in the day, and there was these big companies, they had these big presentations, and I'd basically, with my hired laptop, because I didn't have a laptop, um decided to just do 10 ideas i thought i'll keep it really simple 10 ideas that i'd do in the hotel i think i did it on clip art looking back and yeah we won it and i just that was the turning point then i thought blooming to win that hotel which for me was just one of the biggest brands in the city i thought i'm onto something here how long ago was that how many years ago was it 
2011. Was it? Yeah, and that was that was the turning point for me. I think when when that. When so that you're came not even on. a limited company or anything. No. Just kind of starting out. No, massive that mate. Still, had, still didn't have a clue. Big that, isn't it? Yeah, didn't have a clue. Um, and I and I think yeah, we I, I think we went on honeymoon in the July because it was about twelve weeks after the wedding, something like that. And I goes, if we don't go on honeymoon, we're going to get divorced. <laughs> and we went to someone else's wedding in France, and we said, oh, we'll just travel for a few weeks afterwards. <laughs> and I thought, and I think that was good because that yeah, was the yeah, first yeah, time yeah. I'd gone away, and we're like, what have we done? Yeah, step back you know? and kind of gone. Yeah, and some people have paid me, so I had a bit of money in the bank. So, um, but but yeah, just I think it was meant to be. I think it was. Um, and then, yeah, it just went from there, really. But never wanted to be a boss. Never wanted to... I liked being in the back bedroom, yeah, yeah. on the laptop, on my own. Yeah. And, yeah, that was that was going to be fine by me. I worked in hard days, and it was my office. Was you it? know, yeah. It, the, there's still staff there now that say... Remember, we used to bring you a cup of tea, and, you know, it was... Button, they it? were so good to me. I had all my meetings there. I had... Yeah, that was my base for a bit. So what was... From that then, is your name getting out there and you're getting other clients or what are you doing for marketing? What are you doing to get your name out uh, to get um, more clients? Or are you just basically just... Yeah, look, looking back, I think I think it wasn't until the 12 months. I played it really safe. I played it really safe because even when I was going for other clients, I don't know, I just didn't want to step on anyone's toes. I didn't want to seem like this force of nature who'd left a business and set up on her own. I don't know, I was really conscious of image and just wanted to, to keep things ticking along nicely and probably do more work behind the scenes. Because as long as I was earning what the equivalent of a wage was, I wasn't being greedy, I wasn't, you know, I just wanted to take it one step at a time. And then I think when the 12 months come, that was the bit that, I don't know, I think the anniversary of Pink, well, it wasn't Pink Media, it was just me, that's when clients came back and said, right, our 12-month wait is over. Really? Um, yeah. Our oldest client, who's still on the books now, I reckon it's one of the longest retainers in the country. Deli Fonseca has been with me eight years. That's what happened, it? And I just remember she went, right, are we ready to go? And I thought, I just, that to me now still gets me. Um, that, you know, we laughed about it the other day. She went, remember when we couldn't wear together? Like, just that, that, that is why I, I I loved being on my own, and I thought, yeah, I'm ready for you now. And it was her, it was a, a, another guy who had done a story on in uh, Southport, <sighs> however many years ago when I was a reporter. He came on the books, Trattoria, they're still a client. Um, and, and as I say, there was just a few then, and I thought, no, we're good to go. Mm. Um, but then, where were we up to? I, t- I was turning 30 and I went on holiday and I remember my 30th birthday, sat on the laptop crying because I'm writing a press release about a venue I was working with and my husband said, you need to get someone in now because it's getting busy and, and you're not you're not invincible. You it's need scary to that someone. point, isn't it? Yeah. Really scary. Because I, as I say, I just didn't want staff. I, didn't, I, yeah. I, I liked the control of me. I liked working in the middle of the night yeah. or whenever I needed to. But I think it was also scary because I was like, wow, there's potential here. Um, and luckily, there was a very persistent young lady who'd been going to his work, looking for work experience, someone he knew. There was a link. And he went, listen, she's not right for me, but she's been in the office three times. I think you should meet her. And yeah, I met her and Steph. 
she changed everything and yeah um steph came and worked with me on it again what was she doing initially what were you what um me, no me, no experience in media or pr you know, so she she was very clever young lady um and she she studied at university so she so you, you know um from an educational perspective she was brilliant but she was fresh she was, yeah. to me she was fresh and yeah. she got it she was a perfectionist and you know i just thought she's got the same traits as me here and i just thought the clients would love her and and again that was a big step introducing her i was very cagey i didn't yeah, yeah. I, delegation i've only learned how to do that in the last few years yeah um but yeah the clients met i loved her and i thought mm, getting a taste for this i can see the growth but yeah obviously i couldn't use hard days as an office for two people so we, we got a little office and at the time when I think about it, it was about the size of this. Yeah. But it was just my life. It was just I had an office and a you know, just crazy what excites you. But but yeah, it just from there it just kept going and going and going. And as I say, it's it's been a real natural progression. Um. Yeah. Steph's not with me anymore. She left a couple of years ago. But again, just love the bones of her. She's still so proud of us and stuff. So it's good that, isn't it? Yeah, really yeah. Good. And we can still laugh about how it all started. So you had that little office in, was it the centre of Liverpool, was it? Yeah, so that was in the women's org, um, yeah. upstairs. Cause, and uh, what were you then? What were you called then? Uh, I think Pink Media was a couple of years in. So... Well, when did you decide to call it Pink Media? Yeah, well, what was that? The, the perception of Nicola Pink is that I've made my name up. Still get it to this day. No one believes me that my name's Pink. But when I got married, I was a bit like, I'm a bit silly not using the surname Pink. Just It just seemed wrong. Um, and we, me and Ed had looked at names. And at this point, Ed was happy in his career and didn't think he'd ever go freelance. And all of a sudden, we talked about Pink Lion and pick, reading all these blogs where pick your favourite animal, pick a colour. And then Ed goes, what about Pink Media? And I was like, oh, I love that. And I remember looking and it was a gay radio station in Australia, I think. And I was like, oh, don't don't think I can have that. And then it, it became available that week. It was really weird. It, the company had dissolved. And I thought, sod it, I'm just going to become Pink Media. I hadn't really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew someone uh, who... I'd done work for who was quite supportive. I'd done a lot of copyright work when I was on my own. They owned a branding agency and I said, listen, John, do you think you could do a brand for me? And he did it and I just thought, he's got it. It just all, it all seemed right because again, as I was winning the bigger clients, I thought, I can't have a picture of a typewriter. And I think it was just some Helvetica in pink. Yeah, Yeah, I thought, I can't have this anymore. We need to look a bit slicker. so yeah, that's when we become Pink Media. But um, as I say, that's been an education process for people because, as I say, like people think my girls are called Alicia Pink and Danny Pink, and you know, uh, people expect us to walk in in Barbie clothes, and and we're not that at all. So that's probably the biggest thing that we have to tell people about. Um, but yeah, it's not put anyone off. I, I don't just, think it. it's funny put off though because I mean at the end of the day your brand's about you and the yeah. values and the you know yeah. the virtues of what you're all about and the girls are exactly the same it's like when you met that girl you said this she's the same as you yeah no that's what really what pink media is all about yeah is them set of values not what it looks like or yeah and I, re- I, I remember we did the PR for Haynes Watts accountants 
who'd followed me from my old guy employer. They were like, listen, we want to support you in your business. And Des, who was one of the bosses there, loveliest man I've ever met. He was in his 60s. And um, I just, the the tale for me was kind of thinking, if someone says to him, who does your PR? Can I imagine him saying pink media? And he did. And he used to say it really proudly. And he'd be like, it's pink media. And I thought, if he can say it, it's not an issue. Um, and as I say, it, it was It's mad, isn't it? Because it's like, you know, I, I always tell people this and it, it's not about the name or anything. It's it's so much more than that. Yeah. And he's saying that, he don't care what it sounds like or what oh, it looks like. He's saying it because he's dead proud of it. He was. And I think that's why people get these brands. They, they too concentrate what other people are going to think about what it is. Mm. You kind of lose sight of yeah. what it means. Yeah. So it's yeah. good that it, when somebody says that and it's just like... Oh, yeah, it's just... It means, means much more than that. Yeah, and I think it, it, it meant so much to me when people didn't used to get... Well, because they still do a little bit. They go, oh, Nicola does our PR. But now they go pink media. A lot of people say pink. So they go, oh, pink do it. But I still kind of like that because... It's not me anymore. Mm. It, it's a, a collective that do it. Yeah, yeah. Because the team are what it's drives it. the same now. with me. It's only the same with Tim Manor. Everybody's yeah. got the same sort of like, you know, it's basically just about looking after people. And that's what Tim Manor is. It's just yeah. a name above a door. Yeah. Everybody in there is Tim Manor and we're just all part of the thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's hard. I made the same journey where I was like, I've got to detach myself from it a little bit and understand that it, because I used to re- write everything I and I, and I still get it today when I'm doing stuff on social, I'll put I, yeah. and then I've kind of got to sweat and like, it's not about you, it's yeah. about we and yeah. us lot as a as a thing. So yeah. I totally get that and it's really scary. You yeah. know, when Gaz first came on, um, it was a bit like Steph, he, he, he just pestered us. Yeah. He got a graphic design degree, amazing um, designer. Um, and basically, couldn't get a job anywhere. I was working at PC World for two years and every time we're going in buying a new Mac, me and Lee, he's pestering us, pestering us. We're just like, motherfucker, right, I'm just going to give you a shot, mate. Um, I would literally take everyone on if I could. I don't believe in free work experience. I'm Mm. not, not, like, we get hammered for apprenticeships and at the moment I'm getting hammered for for staff in general and I would, I'd take the world on if I could because I think I've learned from my past jobs and I've learned what a bit of, um, a few pats on the back and a bit of guidance can do to people um, you know and I think you know I, I've talked about more recent members of staff or well you look at Danny Danny's been a couple of years now she left the University of Liverpool marketing department and you know you've, you, you've got Becca who's left Skittle to come and work for us that that means so much yeah, yeah, to yeah, me yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think that balanced with people who've come fresh out of uni like I said with, with Alicia and you know you look at Reb who came from a you know massive hotel group? It just, I just for me, that's what gives me the kick. Seeing that they want to come and work for us. How did you? Um, how did you? When you were taking people on, um, how did you learn how to manage people? Because for me, that's one of the the, the biggest yeah. struggles that I've had is understanding how to manage people. And yeah, I think. Um, I think what we're saying before about um, delegation and letting go has been run by biggest Terrible. thing. Like I say, with Gaz pestering, then coming on board, and yeah. then I've kind of got to let control and go, look, I've got to give someone else. Terrible. And I think the delegation came from really hard times in my life. Right. I think with Steph, um, my nan passed away. Right. And my nan was my mum, my dad, my nan, my everything. 
like my best my best thing and when she died I remember messaging Steph saying my nan's died and I think she knew yeah I said over to you and I remember she stepped up and I just left her and that's the only time I've I've truly switched off from work ever in my life Um, I'm gonna say switched off I think it was probably a week but you know yeah yeah and then with the other girls (laughs) sounds like a really unfortunate life but when I did IVF and then Ed got got cancer in the space of really three weeks um that was another time where I was like okay over to you now I still went into work every day and even when I had Stella I had six weeks off and I'm still badgering them on the phone but I think when things like that happen or yeah they, they actually pushed me they made me do that and if I look at that 2017 was probably the hardest year of my life and the not worst because great things came from that my husband got better and I got a beautiful daughter but if you look at the year that followed which was you know 2018 that was the busiest year we'd ever had that was the best year pink media had ever had so I think those things happened for a reason which I, I do love that phrase but I think they did because it made the team it gave them a bit of space from me to get on with it and do what, what they want. said about that as well, weren't there? Just yeah. kind of coming away and letting them... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, because not that I watch everything they do, I trust them mm. with that business wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know, look, you look at the holidays I take now compared to what I used to have. I used to have the phone stuck to me. Laptop, I used to take my laptop on holiday and now mm. I don't because, you know, I think the phrase is, you know, you always employ people who can do the job better than you and they can. They're amazing. So I think... I think, yeah, I think it took bad, really bad times for me to go, they've got this, leave them alone. Um, and as I say, um, when, I, when, away, when I went away the other year, <laughs> I got sick and we were away for a long time and it was just crap. But the team won Liverpool Museums as a client. So I was like, <laughs> that just proves I don't need to be anywhere near you. You know, that, that sort of thing. So... So now they they are more than capable. I just think the management side of things, um, we're a really friendly team. We're like a little family, and mm. because we are close knit, and I do think it's really hard to get that balance. But and I hope they would agree. I've always said what I love about the team is when they do something right, and when they when when someone has a success, they are each other's biggest champions. I love it. it makes me so proud. If someone does something wrong or something goes wrong, they can bollock each other. But then they move on. And and they've got that balance. So, But have they got that balance from you teaching them that? I hope so. They... I hope so, because as I say... But like, do, you, do you sit them down and say, look, you know, this this is the way... Yeah. This is the Nicola Pink way and this is the way you want to do it. I do think there is a pink media way. From the way they write press releases to the way they talk to the clients to the way we are in our office together. Yeah. And like, you know how I can go out and get drunk with them at Christmas or go on nights out and all the rest of it. Yeah. Or we can talk about times of the month or we can do... This sounds very stereotypical, but you know what I mean? If, yeah, no, if I they, get it. If I they've got it. something wrong in their lives, yeah. I hope they can go to me. Mm. Can we go and have a cup of tea? Which we do. I tell them my problems. I'm very open in that office because you're in work longer than you're at home. So you might as well be. Yeah, I agree with that. But um, I, I do think they still know I'm their boss at the end of the day. Yeah. And I, I feel like that. And I think if, yeah. if you feel like that, then there must be that level of, yeah. you know, right, this is a job. I can't 
Yeah, I pretty much yeah. do it the same way as you, mate, to yeah. be honest. But, like, a lot of people have told me not to be like that and distance yeah. yourself and not... You know, but I'm just like, I can't be anything else but myself and that's the way yeah. I am as a person and yeah. this is the way I want to run my business because I feel I'm more of a lifestyle, really, than, yeah. than anything else. And I want to make sure that not only um, the sort of, like wealth is sorted out but the health as well and yeah. you know we have a woman come do massages once you know a bit like what ryan does and stuff yeah. and you know make sure everyone's kind of looked yeah. after and i think we need to do do that a bit more for them like yeah. we have away days and uh, you know we've yeah. got lovely clients we went on spa day and, yeah. and like we'll go for lunch <laughs> and I'll, you know i i say it's treating them but it's not treating them i think that's what you should do mm. you know and if we win clients or if we have successes and my auntie comes in the office and brings a tough box in for them all, you know, just because she's lovely. Yeah. But that's the environment. I don't see the point in being so strict and rigid with things. If people are doing their job and they're doing it well, that's fine by me. What's, um, your, what's your take on awards? I know we've talked about this before a little bit, yeah. but just give me your take on awards. Um, yeah. Awards for clients I love. I think I strongly tell clients to go for them. Danny in our office is Mrs. Award Queen. She just smashes submissions. Um, and we've always done them for clients, but we'd never done them for us. Yeah. Um, I, what was the reason for that? Oh, the PR company who doesn't PR themselves, I'd say. Um, oh. I've, I've been shortlisted for bits, whether they've, I don't know. I, I, and yeah, I think the year, the bad year we talked about, I was shortlisted for business person. And I was a bit like, oh, of all the years to win it. It was two weeks before I had the baby. I was like, and I went, I, was, I wasn't even massive, to be honest. No one knew I was pregnant. I didn't tell anyone. So that night, I was like, right, I'm going to show the business community what's really been going on. And I thought, if I won this tonight, it would be amazing. Of all the years to win it. And I didn't win it. And I thought, oh, I was a bit disappointed at the time. Mm. Um, but I won it in October, just gone. And on reflection, that was the best time to win it. I think... What did, it, what did it mean to you that winning that um, award? Oh, it's madness. It was it was a total shocker. I obviously knew it was being put in. Alicia mm. wrote it, so yeah, yeah. and I knew it was going in. Um, on the night, I don't know. I, I didn't really think about it. Every time I've been shortlisted for something, I always go to Ed. Oh, I've got a funny feeling. Now Ed films these awards in question. It's amazing, sad independent business awards. So he knew I was going to win it. And he said, it's really strange this year. You never said you were going to win. You didn't really talk about it. You just liked being shortlisted. And he said, your attitude changed. And then on the night, we had quite a few clients up for awards. And I was I was so, I was just thinking about them winning. A good friend of mine, she was up for, for, for two. She didn't win. And I think I was that focused on them winning. Um, that when mine got read out, just complete shock. Honestly, sh- the sh- yeah, well, Anyone who's seen the pictures from the official night will realise how much shock I was in. It's the worst picture you'll ever see. And do you think about it and think, or oh, do you deserve the um, thing? Or have you always got that little bit of imposter syndrome out of a kind of... A little bit, but yeah. I just, I don't know. I think um, it just felt so right. That looking back at it and I've had time to process it. Yeah. It was terrible when people were congratulating me, like the, the buzz from it. and the, I still was a bit, I either talked about the photograph or talked about, I don't yeah. know, like just was crazy that that happened and then two weeks later we won best pr company for from another award which was just crazy we'd never won anything in our lives and to win two in two weeks was just bonkers um see i but, just don't know how i feel about me i just like 
I don't know, I've just got really mixed emotions on yeah, awards. I think, I think uh, it's not about... I think we deserve to win yeah. one. I kept saying to the team, we need to win one. Would I prefer one that is PR company of the year or company of the year? A hundred percent. Yeah, because it's not about you, it's about... Yeah. yeah. I'd love the team to go up on that stage and pick it up. Hmm. Um, however, the business person of the year, yeah. That is something I, I, I will... I, I kept saying, oh, I want to get a picture of Stella holding the trophy and then I saw that it was glass and I was like, no way. But um, no, I just... Looking back on it, I think I've worked really hard and yeah, eight years in, it, it sits nicely in the cabinet and I know how prestigious it is. I know it, it is a big deal. Um, but but yeah, awards in general, I don't know. I, I'm up for another one in a, in a few weeks. But I, I, yeah... I don't know. I think it's time for the team now to to, to pick some up. Yeah. Um, but just the fact the clients win, like that that does our PR. You know, I love it when a client wins. We we won yeah. a solicitors firm. They haven't won anything. I think they've been shortlisted about six in eighteen months, and they've won three. That to me says we do a good job. Yeah, I think when the first time you came, was it who came in with you? What's she called? The girl who came Alicia. in? Alicia. When yeah. you and Alicia came in, like obviously I've got reservations on PR firms and stuff, but like when first meeting you and what, what you talk about, I, I could tell you they were a real deal. Mm. I could tell that girl who was the journalist who ran with the camera mm. to get that story yeah. is still instilled into pink media. Yeah. You know, that story of t- telling other people's story and help that person who can't tell the story. Yeah is what you're all about yeah. you know really deep down the essence of pink media is that yeah it's great all these awards and stuff like that yeah but really that is what you're all about that mm. girl who was running with that camera yeah. to get that yeah. and when you did that thing for ryan and stuff it was yeah. kind of solidi- it's solidified in me yeah. to kind of go look this isn't like yeah this pr no. this is like somebody true and you, you go to his radio stations with him yeah to hold his ankle what a fucking horrible thing to do in your own you know but you're there with him every oh, step of the way and it's not just me mm. as i say i, I just yeah the, the, the industry's got a really bad perception but mm. at the end of the day we're helping businesses it's like i say we have whatsapp groups we have email addresses we go and sit in meetings we do go over the top with some clients. I, I've sat with business consultants who are going, why have you spent 57 hours on a client that's paid you for two? Yeah. Because if you do a good job, it will speak volumes and you get it back. Mm. I truly believe you'll get it back. I've done so much free stuff in the past. Yeah. I've done so much stuff where I go, why am I doing this? You know, I'm sure the, te- the team think I'm the softest of a lot of them because yeah. they go, why are we still doing that for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, hopefully I have a reason for it. But I, I love the fact that I think you've just got to be because that's just who you are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just um, I, I can't help that, and yet mm. you've got to be business savvy if you want to grow. Like in terms of this year, our outgoings and, and things are bigger than ever before. Really, when I first started, there was nothing. There was a laptop. That was it. Yeah. And and a mobile. Whereas now we we have a lot of licenses in our industry we have a lot of reporting system analysis i'm a massive measurement and evaluation um advocate so things like that are bigger but you can't lose your values about why you're doing what you do um because i think that's why we have been going as long as we have i, I thought we've been going for a long time but someone said to me last year they were like do you realize like coming up to 10 years for a pr company that's a long time in your industry and it wasn't until they said it i thought yeah i know quite a few few people who aren't going anymore yeah. and 
yet there's a lot of people who are entering the sector because that's just the way it is but you can't lose sight of why you do what you do um and I, I do think we all get a kick out of that oh what is the what's the hook of this what's the story angle of it but it is trust definitely trust a lot of this is is built on trust it's people's businesses I often say oh I don't know how I'd be if I, I had a PR company looking after pink media but yeah. I have yeah you know there's there's no coincidence that in the last 12 months we've had our best year yeah when I've said to that team do what you want PR us however you want now this is what you should be talking about this is what the girls should be talking about on their Instagram mm. and you're not mm. doing any of that mm, I know and Pink media is having a bit of a loss of an identity at the moment. A little bit, yeah, because it's like, you know, you, you kind of start fitting in, you start looking at awards, you start looking at all these things. There's nothing wrong with them things, yeah. but by looking out and saying, you know, what will people perceive as when we win this award? What will people see? Yeah. You miss your whole identity and yeah. like what you've kind of built up. And I think it's yeah. it's important that you need to, the girls need to be doing videos like this, like you're talking, yeah. why client relationships? You know, it's all about the people yeah. and all it's all right putting quotes on and you know your quotes are in pink and you're just like well i'm expecting that i want the pink to go it needs to go mate because it's yeah. not about the color pink yeah i think any other color it's would about be what it fine. stands for yeah everything that everything that you're about your virtues yeah and everything it, it was when we spoke last and you need to be a disruptor in this market yeah you need to be a, the pirates of fucking pr agencies yeah i um, just think when we sat together came away and I was like I don't think it says anywhere on any of our marketing established by Nicola Pink mm. in 2011 I think we put that in proposals and I think we we mentioned it in my bio but that's that's why there's a lot of confusion with the pink because mm. people wonder where it's come from that's an easy fix <laughs> um, yeah um and, and as I say as five very strong-minded females mm. We all do have opinions. But and that's I, also part of your brand, but I don't yeah. know that. But only because you told me. It doesn't yeah. it's not that on your social media either. No. It's such a big thing to have that. Yeah, and I think we've been like oh, and PR agency run by women. I yeah. think that's amazing, mate. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I think Imagine um, if you actually marketed that. And so, someone did we we've just had a big referral through. Yeah. Because someone that was their perception. Yeah. They wanted an all-female-led... It, it's actually PRing something which is all-female. So? Um, that's your thing. That's your thing. Yeah. But you're not, you're not saying it. Someone did come and meet me the other day and said, oh, when I went on the website, you all look like a bunch of supermodels. So that, yeah. don't know how we took that. that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the fact that I'm 10 years older than all of them. What's that about? Yeah, I was like, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we've come to a time we've been so busy, and I know loads of companies say this, mm. but we're so busy working in the business that we haven't really worked on the business and especially yeah. in the job that we do we were, I was saying that the other day because you, you get so close to it like that you just don't get time to just kind of yeah it's like I looked at our social and we've worked with uh, another company for seven years and we went out to meeting and it was amazing and they're a charity and I'm so proud to work with them and I thought I didn't take a picture I didn't put anything on to say I've been with them and the feelings I got in the meeting were what I got when I first started working with them. I worked with them for free. I remember I went for my brekkie there. I thought, it's the brink. Went for breakfast there. What's the brink? It's, it's, it was the UK's first dry bar. 
Oh, really? Um, obviously, people have copied and, and yeah. whatnot, but yeah, they, and they're supportive by the Duchess. So, she, in fact, here and Mary Berry were there at Christmas doing a TV show. But I remember I went for breakfast there seven years ago, again, my dad. He used them for catering, and oh, I was blown away by it. The fact that everyone was in recovery who works there, and oh, just, but it was amazing. And I, I, and I said, oh, I'm, I need to work with you. And I was like, I've just set up, I'll do it for free. I'll do it for free. I just for a few months I'll do it for free. And I remember I, again, another off pop up office for me. Um and I ordered me lunch and one of the guys came over who still works there with a cup of tea and he said, You look like you needed a cup of tea and I went, All oh, right, thanks and he went. And he put his hand on mine and he went, Thank you so much for what you're doing for us, you'll never know how grateful we are and I thought, Oh my god, like you totally had me off and I remember just after that, I wrote to the, the brink and said, listen, whatever happens after the three months, thank you so much. If, if I can name drop you as a client, that's the job done. And they went, hang on a minute. I think we've got a bit of a budget. And I've worked with them ever since. And I just, Why are you telling me stories? Yeah, me yeah I know. And literally when we went the other day, they've just rebranded themselves a little bit internally and I thought and I walked out the meeting with Danny and Danny handles the account and they're just so happy and I mm. went I just got the same feeling I got as when I went there years ago we need to just give them all the love again not that we don't but yeah, let's yeah. look at them again as if yeah, yeah. they've just started yeah. and get the team involved I totally and, get that. yeah and I I thought we're so lucky to these companies mm. whether it's 50 quid Five thousand pounds, whatever it might be, it's money out their pockets, and you've got to support them. And I, I truly believe they they won't get it like they get it anywhere else. I, I know that, you know. Um, but but yeah, we're so lucky. Our clients are just amazing. Just just we are. We've got yeah. I actually think we've got the best clients list in the world. But there we go. Yeah. So yeah, we will start sharing some more of these stories. It's yeah. got to be done, but you've just got to put a plan in place to yeah, do it. Yeah, like, it right? will. It's it like will. Nobody, nobody thinks like this. You know, I mean, so many businesses and stuff, nobody thinks like this like you think. You no, know? I you know? Know. They don't think like that, yeah. mate, honestly. They, you do it from a place of kindness. Yeah. That's your first thing, and then you think about money. Yeah, Reb in our team says, well, she was going, why don't we do a report for Pink Media, a monthly report? Everyone else gets one. Why aren't Pink Media a client? And I love it. I need her to keep banging on at me like that because... Everyone else gets all this attention. We are PR and marketeers. Like, this should be a walk in the park for us. But we... It's again, hard. It's really hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, not last year, the year before, I, I branded up two creative agencies mm. because they were too close to it. I think we're too close to it. And they didn't see it from the outside. And yeah. I'm just like, look, you know, what are you all about? What you, you know... Yeah. Um, and one of them, we branded up um, and they didn't like who they were. So they changed the name and changed the whole brand. I said, this is who you are, right? This, this is who you are right now. This is exactly what you're portraying off. And they said, oh, we don't like ourselves. We're going to change our name and do the f- do it all again. Yeah. I, yeah, I've had those thoughts. Pink, we're but not, it's got, it's got yeah. to be, the girls have got to be showing up on social media. Yeah. They've got to, they've got to be start talking and stuff like that on social yeah. and what's it's, it? It's, 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 it's for them as much as me. But these stories need to be told. Yeah. Don't and, and, and because I, it gets lost because like, I'm not calling anybody, but... People are soft. Yeah. They're soft. They don't want to put in the hard work. 
I did so much stuff for free when I first started as well. Mm. And I've got, there's nothing in it for me. What's in it? I'm just like, you've got to do them bits. You've got to do shit for free. Yeah. Do surface for surface starting off. Get your portfolio up. Just like you said, just can I name drop you? And they go, why would we, do you want to do that? We want yeah. to work with you now. Yeah. It's just like you've done everything for us. And it's it's so important to tell these stories, mate, because yeah. nobody gets the graft that you put in and no. the free shit you do and people telling you, what you're doing that for free for what you're getting out of it and it's just yeah. they don't get it yeah and even at this point in, in in the in the whole scheme of things we've seen ops and i know that it, for example the person might not have any money or they might have it's not the right time or whatever that's not stopped me mm. if i wanted them as part of the yeah. thing and that's the thing i love about the team they not all of their jobs are business development at all but those girls sell that business on a day-to-day basis Wherever they go, they go for dinner, they go for a drink, they pop up. The clients we've won because they've just gone, I've got a message on Instagram. They do that and that is there and I know how lucky I am to have that there. It's given them the tools to do that because the amount of change we have had and this is, it's not an excuse. I do believe you've got to look at what our services list was, you know, eight years ago in comparison to what it is now. Yeah. It is so different. I do every business has change I believe we've had a lot of change yeah and I think that's why at the moment we are looking at everything you know we meet some people and go oh my god I love your brand it's amazing it's Mm. fabulous and don't get me wrong Tim we're still very referral based Mm. in terms of clients we actually go for five percent maybe um so if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of thing but I know Pink Media is not my baby anymore. Pink Media was my original baby until I had an actual one. It isn't my baby anymore. It's something else. Yeah. And it's owned by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you say to your staff though, even though it is my business, mm. and even though I deal with all the shitty stuff, and mm. you know, I said it the other day. Exactly the other day. I would just have to keep reminding yeah. everybody it ain't about me. Yeah. It's about us. And sometimes I think yeah. staff might go, yeah, that, that's great, but the money goes in your bank. If my business does well, my girls get rewarded. I did that same conversation about maybe three days ago. Yeah, because I don't want to be a millionaire. I don't want to. Yeah. I want to have a job I love. Yeah. I want to look after people. Yeah. I do feel like a bit of a mum. You know, I, I like looking at being a work mum. Yeah. And I love. I do love that. That. Uh, that success. Exactly the same you. as me, you know. Yeah. Exactly the same as me. Even yeah. like the sort of like where you've gone you know, yeah. through your life and the way you treat people and stuff. It's like, it's, it's so, to know it's so refreshing, mate. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's just like, you know, I have some days where I'm just overthinking stuff and I still get really emotional over stuff. And, you know, sometimes I snap and, you know, I snapped at Chloe the other day for just cause like I was projecting on her, but I rang her up that night and I said, look, Chloe, I'm so sorry, dude. I've projected on you. I didn't yeah. mean to. And she just like said, thank you. I couldn't, you know, she, oh. she was saying that I wouldn't have been able to sleep and it rang me. I know, and I just I forget sometimes, yeah. and we are a family, and families are like that. Yeah. Um, and I said, look, I don't, I don't want to be a millionaire. You know, Ryan constantly rise all the time. You just money's for choices. Your mum gets ill, or what's it? Your dog gets ill. You've got choices that you can help people out. Yeah. But like you, Tim Marner's about all them in there, and yeah. you know, Gaz has just got his first house because I gave him a pay rise and. You know, I want the same for everybody else. And yeah. Kay wants to start her own little clothing brand on the side. I want all that for them. 
yeah you know look after all my clients and stuff and that's yeah. what my brand's about it's not what my logo my website yeah. it's how I make people feel and how I look after them and you're exactly the same yeah and I don't know some people I think you, you, you say it sometimes people go yeah yeah that, that's yeah. nice yeah and it is true and I just think yeah I um I, I look at how they are all progressing in their lives like we've just had an engagement we've just had a house mm. I, like i couldn't buy a bloody house when i wanted to buy a house yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't have many years accounts and blah, 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 we've got one now but you know I remember, i've written letters to banks for my girls to get houses and uh, and I, I you know I, I worry that i don't give them enough sometimes and I, I i think sometimes even like with this new brand i'm thinking about them so much about where this is going for them and what what it looks like in the future for them and and as we say like just take a step back you can't think about them until you sort your head out so work out what you want and then it will come with the get stop trying to think about everyone and mm. look after everyone yeah that that is my nature but i think that is right to an extent because even putting plans together i think will that one will she like it or where does this mean for her in a year and what about them in five years because yeah. i want to keep all these team members yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's I, the thing i struggle with like you said i get like i'm overthinking stuff and yeah. i go home and i take it with me that and i can't help it it's just my nature and yeah. you know some people say you need to switch off from it but i can't i've got to think about no, what it's a decision for all of us everything that i do sometimes i balloon and I'll do stuff and, you know, I have a struggle with swearing on things. People say, you need to stop swearing on any business. But I'm like, I'm not asked. I swear. It's fine, I think. Yeah. But then I think to myself, well, will we get more business on so I can help all them out? Yeah. I can't just think about me. I'm not bothered. I've I don't been swear the same to person. The, I swear a lot in the office. Yeah. I know, but I'm talking about camera, trying to get work for oh. the people. I swear a lot my little girls, so I just swear <laughs> But it's bad. But yeah, and I think, obviously, because now I am a mum. Yeah. And I, I, my brain doesn't work as much as I like it to, and I don't. I'm not in the office as much. Yeah. It is finding that balance. That is really hard, really, really hard to go from getting up at five in the morning with a little girl and sorting it out, and then going into it and going, "Yes, I am a businesswoman. This is what I'm going to do today." Yeah. But we're doing it. I wouldn't say winging it. I'm doing it. it, it it's, 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 yeah, we're getting there with it. So how, how do you, from being a mum? Um, Obviously, you've been through the R chips and you've got yeah. um, Stella into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then dealing with work as well. How, yeah. how do you find that work-life balance? Um, it's a juggle. We're both self-employed. Yeah. So I think that is amazing. We're very we're in a very lucky situation. Yeah. But again, it can also be too flexible. So as I say, um, Stella has only just gone into nursery but more for socialising than childcare because we said it'd be great if we could have her between yeah. us. Um, it, it is hard. It is hard. Sleep deprivation is not nice. Um, and also, there is days where I just want to be with her, but there's also days when I want to go into work and be the first one in and be the last one out like I used to. So, I don't know. I think I think that's just ongoing. Um, I, in the awards submission for the, the one I won last year, I remember uh, putting a line in or speaking to Alicia, I don't know which one of us put it in, but I I, I see so many articles about, from women saying, you can't be a mum and be a career woman, uh, you know, or run a business. And I think that's absolute cash. Yeah, I do. I, I, you know, I think <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. As, you know, I went back to work, as I say, after six weeks after having Stella, 
do I regret it? No. Should I have longer off? Yes. Um, or do, do differently next time? Yes. But that's just the way things are. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's it's tough. I will miss things. I probably will mess up more because I'm trying to do too, th- too many things at once. But that's just the way I choose to do things. I take on too much and I, I kind of thrive off that. Um, I just, yeah. You know, it's bad when she goes, mummy, work phone, mummy, personal phone. And you're just like, oh, you too. You know, so I, I've, I've got better at that. If I'm yeah. off with her, the phone gets put in a bag and she doesn't see it because that upset me a little bit. I was a bit like, all right, so she knows mummy's always on the blue phone because that's a work phone, you know. So things like that get on me with. But well, as she's older, she'll realise I'm doing it for her. So, you know, and I love the fact she she doesn't come in the office that much because she would just put them all off doing any work. But what a what an image to show her when she is a bit older. And even now, because she talks more than me, so... Yeah, it's good it, fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like yeah, but it's hard. Running a business is hard anyway. So throwing children in the mix and all the rest of it is just. But then everyone's got stuff to deal with, haven't they? You know, like so uh, there's no excuse for it. If you were going to go back and talk to yourself as you was first starting up, if, if there's any advice you can give yourself when you were starting out, Nicola Pink yeah. Communications, what, what advice would you have given to yourself? Have more confidence in yourself. You know. And, and just go for it just go for it what's the worst that's going to happen I would say um, and, and, and be a bit more open minded I think I, I, it's just a personality trait I'm yeah. a perfectionist yeah. I like things done a certain way and and I think if I would have just opened the doors a little bit more and gone yeah let's just see where this goes uh, rather than wanting everything to be a certain way in a certain order in a, um, but but as I say, would it change anything? Probably not, because all the decisions have led to here. Um, so I, I think, yeah, I probably wouldn't change stuff. Um, what do you do differently now than you did do back then? Delegate, definitely That's delegate. your biggest thing. Yeah, and not check over things as much. I think I used to love reading every word and checking everything. Which, Just the control side. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's not right, I like, texting the team at like seven o'clock and I've spotted this on social maybe we should remove the word the yeah yeah you know yeah. that's not right yeah um and also what I found hard was I used to love writing I still do love writing but that's not the best use of my time and I think that was a shock a few years ago when mm. I was a bit like oh no I can't do don't I'm not doing this anymore yeah I've got to run a business like my job is to run a business yeah you know um because like Alicia said the other week, and it stuck with me, you know, we were talking about job roles and job titles. And she said, well, what do you do? And she didn't mean it like that at all. She went, what do you do? And I thought, God, yeah, my role has completely changed now. I don't actually do any of the things I yeah, 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 start, yeah. start the business for doing. Mm. I'm with people all the time, which I love, and I help people mm-hmm. to grow the business and stuff. But I don't do the writing. I don't get to interview. No, I don't get it's to... It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, crikey. Well, that's the, I mean, that's that's all part of your thing, you know. It's, yeah. as, as Nicola Pink's personal brand, yeah. you should be interviewing people. Oh, you know, and get back into doing that, you yeah. know, because it's all going to help your brand yeah, doing that. Yeah, definitely going to do these vlog things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, 
as we were saying, like it is a bit ridiculous that my husband is so amazing at doing his job and I don't get him to film anything for me. So yeah, yeah. I told him I need a retainer. Teasing FOC. It. Yeah. Teasing it. Yeah. FOC, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, if you were going to give advice to like um, a lady, girl, woman who's starting out in business, yeah. um, who's got a kid or maybe got a job or that kind of thing, what advice would you give to somebody, an aspiring businesswoman? Yeah. What What would you What would you give some advice to? Um, oh, keep going. Just keep going. Like, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people out there that's doing what we're doing. Keep going and just get it done. I think the amount of things that I think about or talk about or we brainstorm about and I say to the team, if we don't do this now, someone else is going to do it. You know, so if it is a woman who wants to work on a specific account or work with a specific business, just reach out to them. You've got nothing to lose. I think people are more uh, open-minded now. Like, I remember when I decided... I can't work five days a week with a, with a, a young child. Yeah. In that, I can't be in the office physically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I battered myself. I thought, oh, the team, what, like the team were going to do whatever they wanted to yeah. do. But you know, I thought I'm not going to be there as much. What are the clients going to do if they that's bring me on a Thursday? Thing. That's what I'm talking about. That's my overthinking. You know, what bit. if I don't answer their WhatsApp group in, in time? And then next thing you know, you die. <laughs> yeah. And then the minute I said, right, I'm going to do Monday to Wednesday in the office. Yeah. I'm online on a Thursday, Friday if you need me. But preferably, tw- 12 and 1, you message me because you should be asleep. Well, there we go. It's not that difficult. So as a woman who has a kid who knows she's got Monday to Wednesday and she, it's like my sister-in-law, she's talking about setting up a HR business and she's like, the baby went to sleep and I rang someone who was a potential and she didn't she didn't want to speak to me then. And like, what do you do? And I'm like, it is hard. It's really hard. You know, And but more and more people do it. Our biggest client, the guy who's working with them at the moment, messaged me the other day going, I can speak to you, but you'll hear my crazy two-year-old watching Peppa Pig in the background. I thought, well, my kid doesn't watch Peppa Pig, but I'll ring you still. Like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just think you can worry and overthink things so much. And I tell you what, I deserve a medal for it. But every everyone's doing it. It's like, and I, I think because people don't communicate which is ironic considering what my business is yeah you don't know these things yeah you don't know these things until you tell someone and they go it's like when i told no one i was doing ivf i told no one i was pregnant the minute i did every bleeding person in the world's going oh i've had ivf i've done that and now that's why i talk about it because if you don't it just it's ridiculous it is ridiculous so i, I would and and don't be afraid to reach out for advice i said to you like I must have 50 people asking for a job in the past two weeks. I can't get back to all of them, but I try and answer them. So how can people get older you if they want to... Oh, I, give you my own address. Like, I'm terrible. I try and help, and if I, I can't take on... Let's I'll not do on. that, Nicola. No, no. But where can they find you on social media? Uh, so Pink Media, LTD, which Tim loves. Um, but now, if you type in Pink Media, we come up. There's, like, one woman in Barcelona who is an artist who has most of the, the handles. But yeah, pick me easier. Yeah. Come up quite high on Google. Nick quite Thank yeah. you so much for coming on, mate. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.